Hiya, I'm India, and you're hearing the Nostalgic Disney Channel Podcast. Hello everyone, I am India and welcome or welcome back to the Nostalgic Disney Channel podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to talk about all things Nostalgic Disney Channel. I want to thank everyone who supports the podcast and I want to make sure you tell all of your Disney Channel fans friends because, you know, we want to keep the Disney Channel fandom alive. So thank you guys so much for your support and without further ado, let's get right on into it. I've got a super exciting topic today, and it is, as you saw by the title, a review of the Disney Channel original movie Cloud Nine. Now, if you guys are as big a fan of this movie as I am, then you will not be disappointed in my review. So, um, this is a 2014 movie starring Dove Cameron and Luke Benward, um, and as we know, they are Disney Channel royalty in a sense because they do so much, and like Luke Benward is in so many DCOMs. And he does such an amazing job. He's an amazing actor. And I want to talk about, for just a quick second, before I get into the plot of this movie, the fact that there is just so many Disney Channel royals, so many people who are, like, Disney Channel higher-ups in this. And we have Luke Benward, who has been in so many DCOMs, guest starred, and Good Luck Charlie multiple times. Uh, we have Dove Cameron, who obviously had has all of her The Descendants movies, along with Cloud9. And she also has Liv and Maddie. And then we also have people like Gravy from Good Luck Charlie, um, Cameron from Ant Farm, and Kier from Austin and Alley. And they really just, this cast is packed with those people heavily. So I just wanted to point that out because I remember as a kid watching this movie and being like, oh, that person's from there, and that person's from there, and that person's from there. And there are more, but those are the ones that just stuck out to me. And I was like, wow okay, they really they really packed this with a star-studded cast. Okay, so now on to the plot of this movie. So we open with people at this, um, some kind of competition. We're not 100% sure what it is, but we also get um, Kayla Morgan, who is with her friends, and she realizes she's late for something. And it turns out she's late for a snowboarding competition because she is on Team Swift which is part of her dad owns this, like, um, ski place and that and that they have a snowboarding team, and that's really interesting. She's the only girl on the team, partially because, like, you know, they need a girl to compete in the women's division, and so they have their team, and it consists of two other guys and then her boyfriend, Nick. And then she's got her two friends, which are kind of the basic, setup of like they're her squad who we really don't get to hear them talk much but they're there and they love her and support her and what have you and she goes to compete at like she goes and she competes in the snowboarding event and she wins which she's won like gone undefeated the entire time and long story short in the sense she ends up getting kicked off the team, which we later find out was the setup by her boyfriend and her boyfriend's dad, who is the team coach. And that's kind of where we, where the movie kicks off, is when we, when she gets kicked off the team. Now, note that there are there are a couple other guys who are snowboarders, and they're very very good, but they don't have the funds to be on Team Swift. They're not cool. 
They're kind of the misfit. They're kind of the classic misfit group. And we have this one guy who basically was go. We find out he was he was like really big in snowboarding. He was gonna be amazing. He was gonna be great. And then he tried to do this like crazy crazy stunt that he invented called the cloud nine and it failed he got badly injured and he hasn't been back on the board since so yeah that's where that's kind of the build up there's a lot of build up to this movie and that's kind of where it kicks off is when we meet these two characters number kayla is rich her dad is like you know owner of this ski resort now you might be thinking where does like people like will come into the picture because, you know, if he's not snowboarding anymore, how is he even involved in this story? Well, his mom owns the doggy daycare that ha- that is that takes place on this resort, which at first, when I watched the movie the first time, I remember not fully understanding why this needed a doggy daycare. But now that I think about it, it's kind of a brilliant idea to have a place where people's dogs can go when they want to do, like, snowboarding and skiing because they can't very well take their dogs because they don't want to leave their dogs at the hotel and those kinds of so how Kayla, how Nick, her boyfriend, gets Kayla kicked off the team is they decide to do, they, they're out after this big event and they're going to go sledding and they're going to use this dog sled that is used from that the, the people who own the doggy daycare use to take dogs around for like, dogs around for like walks outside so that way they can get exercise while, they're, while their owners are skiing and they decide to get in it. And they decide they're going to run, they, they like, they get on this hill, Kayla and Nick get in, and as the sled's picking up speed, and it starts to, like, really go crazy, like, it starts to get really messed up, and they're going super, super fast, Nick barrels out of the sled and leaves Kayla to knock into this old, um, billboard, well, it was, it's like a classic billboard for the ski resort, and make a complete, make it a complete wreck, and it's gonna have to be re, like, be fixed. And her dad is very upset with her. And the thing of it is, is when she, when so when the security guard is like, "Excuse me, what happened?" These three guys on the team bail and leave her there. And so she refuses to tell who else is involved. She's like, "I'm not gonna rat them out." So her dad punishes her by saying you're going to be working at the doggy day spa every day after school in order to pay for it and of course she's like why excuse me what and so partially because you know they they wrecked their sled so her dad says i'll pay for the sign to get fixed but you're going to have to pay for will's sled yourself so you know they get mad about it and they got to try to do something about it well um after her little thing with getting, like, in, in, in trouble, Nick's dad, who's the captain of their swift snowboarding team, kicks her off the team. And she goes to Nick and she's like, you have to tell your dad I wasn't the only one involved. And he goes, if I, he's, he's all like, if I, do you want me to call, get, call come forward and get us all kicked off the team? And she goes, no, but, you know, like, it's one of those things where if he knew more people were involved, he'd probably ease up on the punishment. And she's all like, and how are you guys going to win without me? And they're like, well, you're not, you're not that great. And it comes out that because they wanted to keep the owner of the ski resort happy, they decided 
to only to make sure that the only people who Kayla went up against in the snowboarding competitions were people she could beat. So she wasn't competing against the best of the best. She was competing against only people that they knew she could beat with basic moves and that kind of thing. Which, you know, it would be super heartbreaking to find out. And so, she, and then basically, basically her boyfriend breaks up with her. Like, it's not official, but that's basically what happens. And she's really upset about it. But she's still got to work at the doggy day spa. Now, this is where we, everything kind of falls into place, in a sense, because they get a new girl on the Swift snowboarding team. She's amazing. She's never been beat. She's from Aspen. Her name is Skylar. She's just, like, brilliant and what have you. And she's played by the person who was Kira on Austin and Ali. So that's interesting. And she does a great job with the role. And eventually, Nick starts pretty much dating her, and Kayla's all upset. Now, when she goes to work at the Doggy Day Spa is when the movie starts to get really, really awesome because she's not, like, a big dog fan, and Will doesn't really like Kayla, and they have to work together, and as you can imagine, they become the love interests and what have you. But Kayla decides she wants to compete at Fire and Ice, this big competition uh, for snowboarders, and she wants to win. And so she's like, we need to form a team. We need to get a team together. I want to win this. And Will is, like, completely, like, you're crazy. I Like, this is when, once they become friends and stuff like that. And she's like, no, with you training, we can get Sam and Dink, the, who the other two, like, misfits are, and, and we're, we're all going to train together, and we'll all, you know, we'll win. And we'll call ourselves the Hot Doggers because, you know, they run the Doggy Day Spa. <laughs> so that was really funny in my mind. But that's that's the decision they come to. And eventually... Will decides, okay, fine, you know, I'll, we'll do this, I'll, I'll, like, let's do it, and he starts training them, and, but in order for him to decide to do that, Kayla decides to do a big stunt and to snowboard down the side of this big mountain, and she ends up doing it, like, safely and, like, what have you, and he's like, you did all this to prove a point, and she's like, yeah, I did, he's like, fine, I'll train you guys, we'll form the team, like, it'll be great. But he's not going to snowboard still. He's made up his mind after his big accident, he won't be snowboarding. And there's nothing she could do to convince him otherwise. And, of course, that changes. And she decides that she wants him to teach her the cloud nine, the move that almost killed him. And I thought that was probably the most unrealistic part of the movie is when he's willing to teach her how to do something that really nearly killed him. And, like... That, to me, was insane. And so, eventually, she was, like, she gets to a point where she's doing it, and she's, like, survive. She's not getting hurt at all, but she can't land it. And that's the point we come to. And she's like, I'm trying. He's like, we need to take a break. She's like, no, we're not taking a break. I want to get this done. And just we see their team become super close, and they're growing as a couple, but they're also growing as friends with these two other guys. And it becomes really awesome, and they decide it's time for them to compete in fire and ice and they're they're ready to do it but no one thinks they can do it naturally and you know it's classic underdogs come together and fix this now kayla also decides to help will and his mom and to fix up the doggy day spa so that it can be like fancy and they can get more customers and it like she really turns it around and it's really really cool what she does with the space and i think it ends up being super super cool and, of course, we get the scene between 
uh, Will and Kayla, where they are just adorable because when he kisses her after they're dealing with, they're trying to get the cloud nine right and it doesn't work. Now, I have to talk about the song that Luke Bedward and Dove Cameron did for this movie because it's awesome. The song is titled Cloud Nine. You know, what else would it be titled? And it's done during a montage of Will training them in order to, you know, do like to, in order to beat them. And eventually he agrees to compete on the team with them. And of course, he hasn't competed in years, so it takes them a lot of work to get him to compete. But they form a really, really solid team, become really good friends, and they go to Fire and Ice. And of course, you can probably imagine what happens after all this. Like, I don't think I have to give you, like, a long explanation of what happens because they win, they, you know, they're the underdogs, they come through, they, and they win. They're a force, they prove they're a force to be reckoned with, and, you know, they, Kayla proves to everyone that she's not just a spoiled daddy's girl, that she can win. And so to me, that was, like, you know, it, it, it does definitely follow the DCOM algorithm, which, you know, like... There's nothing wrong with that. So it's it's a really cool movie. I definitely recommend watching it if you haven't watched it. Um, something I do want to say about the movie, though, is there are some, like, there are times in the movie where I'm like, wow, that's, that's some serious stuff that they're going over very lightly. Like, when Will, you, you, like, they show him attempting the Cloud Nine and failing in a video and how he, like, got serious injuries. And, like, so once again, he, he agrees to teach her, and he, all he says is, like, are you sh- like, I don't want to do this because I think this could be really, really bad. So the fact that he's agreeing to teach her is, like, insane. So I just want to preface it with that. Like, that's kind of nuts. The fact that he is, like, agreeing to teach her this thing called the Cloud Nine. Because his last name is Cloud. His name is Will Cloud. And so there's that, which I was like, okay, that's that's a lot. That's interesting. And then also, I mentioned she and she decides she's going to snowboard down this mountain in order to, like, uh, in order to, like, prove something. And, like, something that is briefly, like, mentioned is the fact that she goes and she's like, hey, um, you ready to take me up there to this helicopter people? And they're like, wait, what are you talking about? We don't. And she, what she says is, that's weird. My dad said he called you weeks ago to schedule this. I'll just have to call him. He'll be super mad I interrupted his meeting. And she uses this. And they're like, you know, no, never mind. We got time. We can do it. No problem. Like, and they do it. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, she's trying to prove throughout this whole movie that she's not just some spoiled rich kid. And yet she's totally fine using those spoiled rich kids to her benefit. Like, those things to her benefit, like, the fact that she can pretty much say, oh, I'll just call my dad and ask him about it, and everyone's like, oh, okay, yep, got it. Like, so there's there's definitely those aspects where I'm like, wow, okay. And then we also go, breeze over the fact that she attempts to snowboard down this, like, insane summit. And that, like, people have never made it, like, people, like, rarely make it, like, make it down safe. And there's an avalanche that happens, like, and then all that happens is she, like, is get, just gets a little tired for a couple seconds, and, you know, like, she's fine in the end, and I'm like, are we gonna not talk about that? 
are we just going to pretend like that wasn't something super dangerous to do? So there are times where the movie, like, gets into very, like, like, it's a serious thing, but they barely, barely breeze over it. You're just like, okay, magic of the movies, and you just kind of let that be. So that, that's cool. And I do absolutely love this movie, and if you haven't watched it, it's on, I believe it's on Disney Plus. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I believe it's on Disney Plus, and you can go watch it. Um, something else I wanted to say that I, when I was look when I was researching this movie, I had no idea that Ashley Tisdale was a producer of this movie. If you guys, like, knew that, go, good on you, but I had no idea that was, like, a thing. And I was, I had to, like, read it a couple times, because I was like, wait, what? Huh? Oh, Okay. I mean, you know, it has nothing to do with the actual movie, but, like, still, kind of cool, so, yeah, this, I also wanted to say what I mentioned a minute ago about how Disney royalty, like, is really used in this movie, It's how this movie is just packed with Disney royalty, and I, and I wonder sometimes if there are movies that they specifically write just to put people from Disney in it just to have a decom. Because there are times where you wonder, like, was this movie specifically written just to add, like, make it a star-studded cast? And other times you're like, oh, this movie's cool, and it was, like, made to bring someone else to light. Like, you wonder when those times are. Like, movies I can think of where I really feel like it was made to, like, put tons of people in it are movies such as um, High School Musical, in a sense. Because, like... Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Zac Efron were already, like, on Disney Channel. And so the fact that they just kind of, like, you know, made them made them their own movie is cool. And, like, I, you wonder, like, what exactly the process was there. And then also there's um, a movie like Adventures in Babysitting, the one, what was branded as the 100th decom that uses Sabrina Carpenter and Sophia Carson, and once again, you kind of come to this, like, they were super popular with Disney, did they make this movie, like, to just put a star-studded cast in there? And obviously, I'm not complaining about those, because those are some of my favorite movies, but, um, it's really interesting to me when you look at certain movies that have, like, totally a new cast to Disney Channel, and other ones that are just packed with Disney Channel stars. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I definitely recommend this movie, and if you guys have not watched it, I highly encourage you to go check it out. Thank you so much for listening, and tell you all your friends about the podcast, and if you enjoy, I encourage you to follow. Bye!